Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Fully Accountable Podcast, and I'm your host, Leah Vahere. Well, guys, here we are, another week. We're on the first week of January 2024, and I hope you guys are all doing amazing. I hope you guys had a really good Christmas and a really good New Year's. Maybe you guys did some celebrating. Uh, maybe you stayed in and did some intention settings for the year. Um, whatever you decided to do, I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope you you know, took some time to look over how 2023 went and get excited for this new year that's a Upon us, you know, like I don't know. I'm excited. I've uh, been kind of saying to myself that I think 2024 is going to be a just like an amazing year. Um, I really feel like a lot of us are kind of getting into the groove of of life. Um, you know, especially if you've made some really big changes, and I think that's kind of like. I don't know, pretty common across the board, like, you know, because collectively, uh, as a society, as on a planet level, like we all went through 2020 and 2021 with the pandemic and the shutdowns and lockdowns. And a lot of us got kind of a shake up and wake up energy from that encounter. And a lot of us decided to you know, really change up our lives since then. And so, you know, with that only being a few years ago, um, I kind of feel like we're finally, like we've regained our balance. We are, you know, on two steady feet and we are ready to just totally expand in 2024. You know, like, 2020 was kind of like, what the hell is going on? And we're like looking at each other and, you know, everybody's like, and everything is not as it seems. And then 2021 happens. And if you were in Canada or in some of the other states uh, like California or something like that, or New York, you know, you were still dealing with multiple lockdowns and shutdowns and working from home and all that bullshit, mandates, mask mandates, vaccine mandates, all of the things, right? And so with like that happening, you know, definitely on unsteady ground, kind of, you know, wondering like how bad is it going to get? How much longer can they do this? You know, we were all on this like roller coaster uh, ride for for a while. And then uh, 2022 happens. And, you know, by that point, either you jumped in and made a change in your life or you didn't, you know, like it was kind of um, a telling year for a lot of people. And I feel like a lot of us made a choice, you know, whether it was to move locations, whether it was to change careers, whether it was to end a relationship with that was no longer aligned. Maybe it was all three, you know, like definitely feel like, or maybe it was just like even like lifestyle choices, you know, maybe you started getting healthier. Maybe you stopped hanging out with the same circle of friends because you kind of started to see like true colors come out, um, during the pandemic. So, you know, it, it's just like, I feel like 2022 was really, you know, you were on shaky ground, but you, cause you made a huge change in your life. Uh, but you were excited and you were hopeful. And then 2023 happens and, you know, 
it was an amazing year. And I think a lot of us started getting, feeling more like not so much on shaky ground, like more of our footings. Um, we kind of like felt more secure. We're getting more in the groove. Okay, maybe I can get out of survival mode and I can start, you know, thinking expansive, thinking um, like, oh my God, like this change that I made is actually working out, um, you know, trusting into that. And now we're coming up on 2024 and it's like, okay, yeah, like I'm good. I am going to, I know I can do this. I've proven to myself, you know, made a huge change in 2022. I proved to myself in 2023 that I could make something of it. And now 2024, it's like, okay, here we are. Let's like get some expansive shit done. So that's kind of like how I am. That's like where my frame of mind is at when I'm thinking about like the new year and the upcoming uh, months. And um, I just find it, you know, really, really exciting. And um, I hope you do too. And I hope, you know, you are kind of setting goals for yourself, setting intentions of how you want this year to pan out. And don't be afraid to take some chances. Don't be afraid to push yourself and don't be afraid to call yourself on your bullshit, right? Like always, that's the thing about um, living a life of being accountable is constantly reassessing yourself and making sure that you know you're calling yourself out on any kind of bullshit not in a negative guilt shaming sort of trip way but just in a real matter matter of factual way where you know you aren't rolling into victim mode you are not getting into any kind of comparison mode you are just lovingly looking at yourself and calling yourself out on any shit that you might be you know kind of projecting out there and i think like that's something always uh to be mindful of and how we talk to ourselves you know i definitely love like a no bullshit kind of straight talk with myself but I don't ever feel guilty or shameful um I really really don't I don't entertain that energy and like and I truly like I'm not bullshitting you guys like I I have had opportunities of self-reflection um and different times where you know I might have like chosen went down a path that I wasn't super happy with or made a decision that I wasn't super happy with or whatever it could be as simple as like falling off of a cleanse whatever it is I definitely am very mindful and real with myself but I can tell you through you know just healing and learning how to be more loving towards myself towards other people towards animals I definitely have a much softer a way about talking to myself you know I don't have that kind of guilt or shame negative Nancy um, I guess voice in my head and I think you know if I ever do um, come encounter like if she ever does try to pop up um, I'm very very quickly to go inwards and see which inner child that is and like what's that all about because I don't I really, really do not subscribe to any kind of, yeah, 
doubt, like self-talk that is super negative or just low frequency or going to like try to roll me into victim mode like I almost feel just like exhausted like thinking about it and I do get exhausted like in my past um, maybe you felt this yourself think of a time where you might have gotten on the hamster you may have gotten on the hamster wheel of being in victim mode you know just because things aren't happening how you wish they were or things aren't panning out how planning out or panning out how you thought they were and you know some people have actually done uh shitty things to you and you just start feeling sorry for yourself and kind of getting into this like victim mindset and so every conversation you have it's all surrounding around how you were hard done by or how someone did you wrong or whatever you know like just reflect if you've ever gone through a cycle like that reflect on how you felt for me personally I always feel super tired because I think it's such a draining low frequency energy that I can really kind of like call myself out on it pretty quickly because I feel super exhausted after the conversations. I don't feel, you know, vibrant or, you know, oh, that felt so good to get that off my chest or, you know, I don't feel any of that. I always feel super tired and like just not good. And that is a quick like wake up call like, whoa, I have gone past the point of, um, sharing my feelings and maybe just talking out a difficult situation with a close friend. Um, I've, you know, it's like I've overstayed my welcome (laughs) on this conversation or topic and now it is being detrimental to me. And that might be something to kind of, you know, think about for yourself is like, has this topic overstayed its welcome? Has it overstayed uh, to the point where it is now doing you harm? You are actually not letting anything go. You're actually staying stuck in the past. You are staying um, stuck in a low frequency and, you know, just it's all about like that um, mastery of your energy, mastery of your mind, like all of that stuff. It's all about calling yourself out on the bullshit of like when you are in victim mode and when you need to change up and, you know, just redirect your thought into something more expansive, positive, uplifting, um, anything, right? I don't know. It's just something that like I, I, it's something I constantly work on and it's something that I, you know, try to be mindful of. And I actually, you know, I try to be mindful of it with my own friends. You know, if you're a close friend of mine and, um, maybe, you know, like we're having a conversation, I'm, I'm definitely going to be that person who is going to bring up to you and say like, Hey, like, you know, have you looked at it this way? Or do you feel like we're kind of in a victim mode here or, you know, whatever. Like I definitely, I definitely am very mindful of like not overstepping my boundaries. Um, as I think everybody who is a loving, caring friend needs to always keep themselves in check of like not overstepping your boundaries, not projecting your own wounds onto other people, even though you have very good intentions and just, you know, but also like, being a true, real friend and having those loving conversations of when you observe someone being uh, kind of stuck in a lower frequency or a lower victimhood mentality that, you know, you guys are comfortable enough to like actually have that real talk with each other. 
and I think that is something extremely valuable in friendships. And I think it's something uh, even more valuable in partnerships, right? Like, oh God, like I just, you know, you can get in such a bad cycle of um, kind of like that funny, like bitch about your partner sort of mentality. Um, Yeah, man, like that is something that is so, so common in our culture, in our society. Like we see it on movies, we see it in comedies. Um, I'm sure like back in the day, you know, if you surround yourself with your girlfriends and everybody is sitting around and they all just basically bitch about their boyfriends like flaws. And it's just, it's so not the vibe. Like it's so not the vibe, but it's so common. Like it's so just like, I don't know. It's almost like a bad habit that as a culture, we should try to break, you know, it's the same shit though. Like whether it's like you're surround, you know, sitting with a group of friends and everybody gets to bitch about their boyfriends or husbands, or it's like you get with a group of friends who are all divorced and they all bitch about their ex-husbands. And it's like, oh, oh my God, which I get it. You know, we, I absolutely feel like you have to be there for each other. You have to be able to vent. You have to get perspective. You have to get clarity. But when all of your conversations surround that, when all of your conversations, like this key topic, the main, um, the main topic of every gathering is that low frequency, um, kind of victimhood, you know, frustration with like your relationships uh or ex-relationships then like that's something that's that's like a tell sign that something needs to wake up and shake up in your life and it's funny because like even before I did healing and don't get me wrong like all this shit I'm saying man like I a hundred percent have done it and I probably still have done it from time to time because old habits do die hard um but I, I definitely always had like a, a, like a limit, a limit to how much I could handle talking about something, uh, especially because I am such a change, like an action oriented changing, um, kind of person that like, I could never be me. Um, to be like in a relationship for five, 10, 15 years and like be bitching about the same three things could never be me. Like I would just, I would have ditched fucking two years in, man. Like I just, I just don't understand how people are happy with staying stuck in a, in this like obvious unhappy dynamic and just choose to continue to bitch about it and never actually uh, take any real change. Don't do anything active. Let go of the relationship. Change up the relationship. Whatever it is. I don't know. But like I just I just could never be me. Or you know the there's so many things. There's like there's just so many examples. You could be like a job. It could be your weight. It could be your um, I don't know like the place you live. Uh, it could be your house. It could be whatever it is. I am so like action mindset, action oriented that I just could never, I never can understand why people stay stuck in those dynamics and have those same conversations. And so the only reason why I'm bringing this up, the only reason why I'm telling like, you know, even making this a relevant topic is because 
Um, there might be some areas in your life that you might have been stuck and you might have been telling yourself the same story for years. And 2024 is a great time to look at that and call yourself on it and actually, you know, look at like, what can I do to actually change this? How can I change this? What do I need to stop? What cords do I need to cut with uh, toxic people who continuously pull me back into these old patterns, these old fights? Um, you know, what kind of scene, like, do I have to change up the scene of like where I go, what I do, um, maybe where I grocery shop, you know, like if I'm looking to like eat better or eat healthier, um, what am I consuming on social media or on television? You know, maybe I should switch it up and start um doing like reading a book and uh following fitness uh fitness instructors to get inspired for new workouts like there's always an abundance an abundance of like things that we can engage with that better ourselves and i just you know like if you're if we're feeling kind of stuck or trapped or just like kind of in a slump like all it takes is waking up and changing um, just a few things in your life to then be led to other things, to more expansive things, to uh, more expansive ways of thinking, to, you know, I don't know, get the courage to like take a risk and try something new. Like there's, I don't know, there's just so many things because uh, like, and I know change doesn't come very easy to everybody and I know our ego loves to I don't know, like, what is it? Like, justify? Like, it likes to, and my ego does this too. Like, my ego likes to kind of have, like, these conversations with myself uh, to convince myself, like, oh, it's okay, or, oh, you don't need to look at this, or, um, you know, you can have one foot in, one foot out, like how I talked on the podcast last week. You know, like, just simple shit like that, right? Like, just all those kind of things. Um, that's why like it's this constant like reassessing yourself and reassessing where you're at is I feel like it's just super beneficial and very, very, I don't know, like it just, it's kind of like doing maintenance and it's kind of like taking a shower. It's like, it's like part of the self-care, the self-love, just by doing this little assessment of yourself. And um, for me, I like journaling. I like reflecting that way. I like reflecting on interactions and conversations that I've had and try to take a look to see like, oh, where did I maybe like project some of my own shit? Or, oh, where could I have like spoken up when I didn't? Or you know, am I holding out and, um, not, you know, speaking my truth on something like, uh, not speaking my truth, but like, you know what I mean? Like voicing my opinion, my concerns, my wants, my needs or whatever, out of fear, like that sort of thing. Um, I'm constantly, you know, trying to reflect on that. So I can be better and I don't get stuck in, uh, any kind of, slump or just kind of false, you know, way of being really. So that brings me to the topic of this week's episode, which is when people show you who they are, don't get mad. (laughs) And what do I mean by that? What do I mean? When people actually show you who they are, the best thing, in my opinion, that you can do is not get mad about it. 
Um, because it's so funny to me, like God, the universe, like Jesus, they show you right up front, you know, like that you, we get messages all the time from the universe, you know, we're getting messages all the time. It's just, um, whether or not our egos allow us to see it. If we, you know, kind of clear, clear the shadow and clear enough of the ego that we actually allow ourselves to receive the messages and see it for what it is. Uh, because a lot of the times when we get these clear fucking messages, we're terrified because we're just like, oh my God, you know, like I don't want to, I don't want to change or I don't want to let go of this person or I don't want to let go of this job. What am I going to do? You know, I want X, Y, and Z all set up before I, you know, actually take the leap and, and make the change. Like it doesn't fucking work like that. And, um, you can try to make it work that way. You can try, but like it, that's not, that's not how it works. And, um, for me, I have had to work on this where I've had to basically accept the fact that when people, when people show me like who they are, I, I can't get mad at it. Like, and I used to, I used to get really pissed. I used to get pissed because I would see maybe like their potential or I would, uh, think that they could do better or I would think, um, I'd go into that victim mode of like, how dare they do me wrong? Or um, they shouldn't treat me like this. Or they shoulda, woulda, coulda. Or like all the bullshit that we like hear ourselves say when we are in that victim mindset. And I feel like I've gotten better at this, definitely. It's taken some practice. It's taken some some trials um, because I definitely have had people show me exactly who they are probably within a fucking month of knowing them and I still would choose to I don't know like just keep on the friendship and see where it goes kind of thing like I don't know give them the benefit of the doubt I guess that's the biggest one um give them grace on like on maybe this is just like a one-off thing, but I'm definitely getting better at this. And so I, I just feel like, um, when you are making these changes in your life, like you are, you know, going to approach 2024, you are going to, you know, you have goals set, you have expansive ideas, you're going to do it different this year, or you're just going to expand on the year that you already had and make it even bigger and better, whatever it is for you. Um, if you are, you know, still surrounding yourself with people who might not be fully on board with what you're doing or how you want to live your life, or maybe, maybe you just don't know because you've like never opened up to them about that kind of stuff. The relationship or friendship has always just kind of been on a surface level because you yourself have only been living on a surface level and now you're deciding to change. Well, you know, those people will, I, however, however you choose to live your life, that is your choice. And you, anybody who truly, truly loves you unconditionally will support it a hundred percent because people only freak out when you make uh, changes in your life, when they are, feel like they're losing control over you. 
and or they feel like they might lose you or whatever but like as we all know anything real in this life you don't need to cling to anything real any relationship that is real any love that is real you do not need to cling to because that's what love is like that's what real true like unconditionally loving love is is it's unwavering it's not doesn't have an agenda it's not transactional it's not based on if you behave a certain way or do a certain thing it's not any of that it's love that allows you to be you and for you to live your life how you want and that's it like it's just all accepting right and so like when you are making these changes and people around you might get upset or they might have uh, sort of like this like backhanded comments or they get they go into victim mode or whatever just know like when they show you exactly who they are maybe they're going to respond in a way that like you didn't expect or that you feel like they shouldn't have responded that way i think this is very common in family dynamics Like if you um, change up something and your parent, you know, gets upset, gets upset because, you know, you're no longer, I don't know, wanting to um, partake in eating meat and, you know, your mom's famous dish that she makes is like some sort of weird roast beef or something. She makes it about herself and tries to guilt trip you into, you know, the fact that you are choosing no longer, no longer to eat that. Well, you know, you as the child might think, hey, this is my mom. She should love me no matter what. She should love me unconditionally. I'm super upset with her that she's behaving this way. And I mean, you know, like rightfully so. I get that. That would probably be super frustrating. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, she's showing you exactly who she is. And that's that's probably, you know, sounds to me like a covert narc of some sort. And the best thing for you, for your energy, for you to move on quickly and not get bogged down by this like kind of drama that can follow suit when you do make changes is to just accept it, like accept them exactly how they are, accept them exactly how they're showing up and make your choice on how you want to handle that. And if you want to continue on with a relationship with that, because what I find is when we get into that merry-go-round of you know thinking about how they should be or how they could have acted or how they should be showing up and I swear to god man like this happens so much when you have an ex who is not you know being the best human on the planet and especially if kids are involved I have seen so many of my friends you know have a lot of their energy their life force drained because these exes are just out of control like out of control running amok right and so um I dev I could not imagine what that would be like especially with kids being involved but what I do feel is the most important thing is like to be mindful of like just accepting them exactly how they are showing up in your life and moving on like moving on mentally you know obviously we still have ties to people you still have to 
have some sort of co-parenting plan with an ex or maybe you aren't ready to do holidays all by yourself or you know just with you and your own little family and so you're still choosing to go over to your parents house but you know there's just there's something where if you just accept uh where you accept face value of someone showing up in your life exactly how they are if you don't kind of like dwell on it you're going to save yourself a lot of wasted energy of hemming and hawing over why they're acting that way how they should be acting and all of that like mind fuckery right the and I mean obviously like maybe these examples are kind of bad but like just honestly go think back to any kind of like toxic narcissistic ex that you ever had and that's that's it in a nutshell you know like that's it in a nutshell any kind of wound to wound partnership you've ever been in which I'm pretty sure every single person listening has been in one uh with a narcissistic ex just think of how you felt in that you probably felt drained you probably felt like you were going crazy because they kept on gaslighting you you probably questioned yourself you probably was all the things right if you would have just accepted ex- them for exactly who they are and said, all right, I see you. I see the, exactly how you're acting. Goodbye. I want nothing to do with this. Think of all the energy you would have saved. I know for myself, would have saved years worth of energy um, if I would have just had the awareness to just trust myself and call spade a spade and fucking cut ties and move on right because that's all about mastering your energy like liana shante talks about this all the time where she is a master of her own energy and it's because she has this training this gift of well it's not really a gift because all of us can do this but she has this trained way of being where she can basically alt control delete and cut off all ties cut off all energy cords uh, grieve what she needs to grieve and then move on and be more expansive, more loving, more abundant, more everything, you know, and all just channel all this energy into more and more better things. First, the rest of us will cling. We'll try to see if we can make it work. We'll give them another chance. We'll do give them benefit of the doubt. And why do we all do that? It's because we don't fucking trust our discernment. We don't trust ourselves to make those kind of decisions, those clear cut decisions. She trusts her discernment 100%. Um, You know, she trusts her judgment 100%. I can't say that there's a lot of people out there who trust their judgment 100% because why? Because we've been programmed not to. We've been programmed to, you know, like question everything. Or if we fucked up, we have bogged ourselves down with like shame or guilt. So we just didn't want to make a decision again because we were so scared of like screwing up again, right? Like there's all these things that we kind of have to wade through and work our way through to basically regain our own confidence and our own trust in ourselves so that we don't get... um you know, just pushed around by life, pushed around by other people's, um, I guess, projections or pushed around by other people's fears, even if they like have the best intention, even if they love you and everything else and they have the best intention, you still have to ensure, you still have to make the decision for yourself and you still have to go inwards and do what is best for you. And you know, that gets easier the more you trust yourself, the more you love yourself, the more you are accountable for yourself. Because let me tell you, like, 
it's so much easier giving, well, not really, but like, you know, in our head, it feels so much easier to just like give our power away and be like, hey, make the decision for me. You seem smart. You seem uh, like you have your life together. You seem like you have, you know, all your ducks in a row. Can you just give me advice and make the decision for me? When in reality, like, that doesn't like, that doesn't really get you anywhere. Like that doesn't help you out. You just end up being a follower of someone else's decision-making skills, right? Instead of like learning for yourself and gaining like, I guess like just working your own discernment, trusting your gut and just building off of your own life experiences. I, I don't know why like as a society we are like this. I don't know why we've come so far away from not trusting our own judgment Maybe it's because we have access to like so much information and like all of us have little like computers right at our fingertips uh, in our, in our, you know, back pocket that like we almost like second guess everything now. I don't know. It's so, it's so strange to me because, you know, for myself, like I definitely had to work. I had to work on making big decisions. Um, I had to work on you know, trusting myself and following through and like just buckling up and like being accountable for the good, the bad, the ugly of the outcome, you know, that happens with my decision. I've definitely had to walk through some really sketchy times in my life when I was making decisions for myself. But, you know, like I wouldn't have it any other way. I would not have it any other way because when I allowed myself to be in an energy where I was giving my power away and letting other people make decisions for me or whatever it may be, I was so unhappy. Like I was so, I'd be so frustrated with myself or I would be so, I just felt so suppressed or I felt so like suffocated. So it's just like, I I just, I just think for everybody who might, you know, be regaining their confidence and, you know, developing that self-trust and that self-love, like, just know that when someone shows you exactly who they are, maybe just trust it right off the get-go. Like, just trust it right off the get-go and cut ties and move on and, like, transmute that into something higher, better frequency, you know? Like, because again, if it's real, if it's, like, if it's actual, real love, something of substance, like the relationship will will remain or will, will stand or, you know, it will come back around and you and that person may re, rekindle. But like for the most part, you know, like it's always good to kind of listen to to your gut on those, on those situations because the body knows, right? And um, so that's kind of like is something that has been... I don't know, not like weighing on my heart, but like definitely something that I've been uh, mulling over because I always am, you know, being mindful of any conversations that I'm having throughout the week and what's been coming up for me and what kind of themes are coming up for people close to me because I always feel like that might be something relevant to to the podcast and everything like that. And so um, another one that came up to me or came to me where if we're talking about, you know, mastering your own energy and being mindful of that is, 
um, I was talking with a friend today and we were talking about comparison, like comparing ourselves to other people, situations. Um, and I said to her, I was like, you know, comparison, comparison is like parasitic energy. And it's because it just can consume you if you allow yourself to always try comparing yourself to other people's situations or um, other people's lifestyles or anything like that. It just, it feels all like consuming when you, if you allow yourself to go down the, the rabbit hole of comparing yourself and where other people are at and where you are at and what they have versus what you have. Um, I feel again, it's such a great energy waster. It's like an energy suck. And I like it's with the whole wasting your energy, trying to give people benefits of the doubt. It's like, or trying to analyze of why they are the way that they are, or um, like it's the all in the same, it's all in the same family of, you know, that pulling back energy. That's something that's really kind of stood out for me. Uh, the more that I've learned about energy and the more that I've learned uh, about how everything is energy and trying to understand how I can master my own energy is I now start to think of different situations, ener energies, because again, everything is energy. So different situations from an energy perspective what is pulling me back and what is pushing me forward? You know, and I just, I almost assess every single situation from this push-pull uh, point of view. So if there's something like um, in a relationship and I feel very like panicky and kind of like pulling back of like, um, just like, where I'm like worried or I'm clinging or I'm unsure or, you know, is this wounding? Is this, um, is, I'm doubting myself, like all this stuff, like very like pullback. I take a deep breath and I just, you know, say a little prayer to Jesus, say, ground myself in God's energy. And I just tell myself, you know, I will be shown. I will be shown with total clarity. Jesus, please just show me with total clarity what I need to see, and I can make a decision on that. And I instantly feel calmer and add that sort of pullback energy of like that panic, that fear, that make a decision, run, get out, whatever. All of that fades away. Because again, that's all inner children. That's all shadow. That's all darkness. God is patience. God is calming. God is secure. God is not panic. God is not fear. God is not this like antsiness. That is not, that's not the energy of the divine, right? Um, if you are ever feeling that, just like it's a great internal compass to, to show you what might be shadow and then what actually might be God or Jesus showing you what you need to see. Because even when I've been shown things that like I know I needed to do that I didn't want to do, I still felt very, very, very calm. I really, really did. And I've been shown, you know, some pretty big things that were super fucking uncomfortable that I needed to do. Like one of them, moving countries. That was, that wasn't fucking comfortable in the slightest. Um, you know, leaving a house that I had just purchased like six months <laughs> prior 
and leaving a location that I loved, uh, yeah, that wasn't super comfortable. Or ending a business partnership, that I can tell you for free, that was not comfortable at all. But when I received the message, the confirmation, the inner, the deep inner gut knowing, um, I felt very, very calm. When I was trying to fight those things, when I was trying to um, maybe talk myself out of it, that's when I felt panic. That's when I felt antsy. That's when I felt completely ungrounded. And I, so I knew I was just bullshitting myself and I needed to get real and I needed to take the action. Um, and so I don't know, like that's with the whole like comparison energy. It's a very like pullback energy. It's a very in the past energy. It's a very low frequency energy versus getting out of that parasitic energy and just thinking about everything that you need to do, that you want to do, that you want to expand into. Um, and it could be anything like, I just feel like, I don't know, maybe people just like are too scared to like dream big. Like I for, for sure I'm not. Um, but I, I don't think I'm like crazy or outlandish with my dreams either. Like everything that I dream up, I I fully believe that I can achieve, right? Like I'm not doing anything, coming up with any kind of crazy out of this world uh, scenarios in my head. But everything that I I definitely allow myself to think in an expansive way um, is outside of, it's not outside of the realm of a possibility for me, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And that always feels very, very like high frequency. It feels very motivational. Um, I don't have any worry about like not achieving them because again, this is just my own dreams and they're my own thoughts and my own motivational energy. Like it's not like I'm sharing it with everybody around me. And, and maybe that's like what holds people back from, um, uh, really allowing them to, themselves to think big or dream big is because if they ever even kind of dreamt modestly, maybe they were shut down by like family members or their parents or their spouse, you know, called their dreams stupid, like fuck, you know, people suck sometimes. <laughs> people suck. Um, but like, so maybe it's just you've been programmed to not allow yourself to even think that. Even if it's in the privacy of your own home, the privacy of your own journal, the privacy of your own mind. Like, I feel like a lot of uh, people, unfortunately, have been programmed to just stay small. Well, like, I'm here to tell you that's all bullshit. You absolutely can dream as big as you want and you can have all the goals that you want to achieve and no one has to know about them. You know, keep like, I think I'm pretty sure like Leanna has uh, mentioned that before in different uh, business mon- modules or motivational modules of like, you know, you keep keep those um, goals, those uh manifestations uh, close to your heart, you know, keep them close to your heart because at the end of the day, it only matters. uh, All that matters is you, yourself, and your alignment with God and Jesus, right? Like it's, that's all that matters. Like everybody else's opinion does not matter. Um, Where anybody else is on their life path or their journey doesn't matter. We're not comparing and we're not judging and we're not judging ourselves um, if we don't re- if we don't achieve all fucking 20 goals that we had set out for ourselves. You know, we're not judging ourselves in the slightest. But, um, you know, don't be afraid to just go there and think big 
and dream big and just, you know, like write out whatever you feel is possible for you and, and keep on, keep on building upon that, which is just kind of, you know, something that has now become like a habit for me. And I think, um, it goes very much hand in hand with the whole accountability and assessing, you know, doing kind of that, that daily cleanse or whatever. Yeah, it's probably daily, daily cleanse of just like assessing my energy, assessing the conversations I had and seeing where I showed up, how I could have done better and holding myself accountable for that. And, you know, like taking on the next day and doing a little bit better, right? And again, like, man, even like the other day, um, I had a very late start to my day and I actually didn't start work till 3 p.m. And I sat at my computer and I worked straight for six hours and, you know, I was happy with that, but like, I would like to be someone who gets up, (laughs) not that I got up at 3 p.m., but I would like to be someone who starts their day a lot earlier in the, in the morning and, you know, work consistently throughout the day. Like, you know, I just, I know I was happy that I sat and I did work. And then the next day I had to go and do physical work, um, with production and actually like be out, um, at the shop, uh, working and, everything like that. But I just, you know, there's parts of me where I know I could be, um, monopolizing, like I could be taking advantage of my time in other areas. And I am just kind of, you know, holding myself accountable where that thought process is there. And now I'm going to like take action on it, you know? So like, for example, like this whole thing of like, cause I, I've actually been really liking working out lately. Like I never thought I'd be like a gym person. I was always Pilates or yoga or bar or whatever, you know, like very like dance kind of classes, not like dance, but you know what I mean? Like classes, um, low weights, like lots of reps, all that kind of stuff. I was always, always like into that. I never liked going to the gym until I got a trainer. And then I started learning how to actually use the equipment. And so now I've really liked going to the gym and it's been super fun. And, um, I just, Um, especially like getting new workouts and like pushing yourself. Like right now, um, I've been trying to do like the thousand rep exercises where it's like in a whole exercise regime, you know, you do a thousand reps, um, plus cardio. And for myself, like I've only gotten up to 800, but again, it's like something new. It's something to push myself and it's something to, you know, hold myself accountable to. So anyways, long story short, going to the gym. I would love to be one of those people who's up at like rolls out of bed and like goes to the gym at like 5 a.m. and gets the workout done right first thing um, in the morning. And maybe I will become one of those people, right? Right now, uh, first week of January, I've yet to be that person. It's definitely a more late in the morning or like today it was after work. Um, So it's like I'm still getting the workouts in, but I'm not quite there yet with, you know, 
um, in that routine, that solid routine that I see for myself, right? And that's where my constant like accountability comes in. And so I think um, I think change takes like a lot more practice than we give ourselves uh, grace for. Because like, what do they say? Like anything, any habit needs to be, um, takes like 30 days to develop or something like that. So uh, I definitely have like different habits, different rituals or routines in my life that are, I don't even think about doing them. Um, like they just are so natural to me. And anytime I want to introduce something different into my life, I have to be, you know, gentle with myself that it will take some time. And um, that's just how it is, right? So it just, it comes, it comes with the territory, right? It comes with the territory of bettering yourself. And you know, guys, like the biggest thing, the biggest thing on any of this is following through on a consistent basis. Maybe you don't do it every day. Maybe you don't get it right every single day. But if you can at least look at yourself and say, I am being consistent in this, like I, and you're happy with that consistency rate, like maybe it's an 80% consistency rate or a 70% consistency rate, like of whatever it is, whether it's like eating good or going to the gym or doing what you said you're going to do for your kids, you know, instead of constantly pushing it off or putting, putting it off or, um, whatever, like anything, anything that you want to do better in your life, just know that like this, each step you take in towards that being consistent with it is a step in the right direction. So I guess that's kind of like where I will end the podcast for this week since we're coming up on an hour. Um, thank you guys for another amazing episode and thank you for tuning in again just to hear what I had to say. I mean, um, it's always fun chatting with you guys and I never really know exactly what I'm going to talk about, but except for like the general theme and, um, yeah, I really, really enjoyed this episode and I think, um, I think we're just going to keep on flowing with this and the new year of uh, 2024 and keep on with these episodes and um, if you are enjoying them please like subscribe and rate and review and we will chat with you guys next week thanks have a good one